there, everyone. It's Dylan from Central Michigan Life, your assistant sports editor. We're back with Maroon and Bold this week. Uh, CMU got a big win over Western, so we're going to talk a lot about that today. Shane Morris had a few choice words to say after the uh, after the post-game press conference. And uh, basketball starting up here soon, our CM Life edition today. We had the cover story was women's basketball. They got some unfinished business to take care of this season. And that's, that's what we got for you today on Maroon and Bold. Dylan, I'm here with Colin, your sports editor at Central Michigan Life. How you doing, Colin? Hey, doing well, man. Doing well after doing that well. game. I'm a little tired getting back at 3 a.m. Yeah, from uh, Kazu, huh? but it was, dude, it was all, it was all worth it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was an exciting one. Uh, CMU CMU top Western with three three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and they won 25 or sorry 35 28. Um, what a, what a crazy game! It looked like the whole first half it was all WMU. Yep, the whole first half. You know, CMU was just getting dominated. I think it, the score was not very um, telling of what how yeah. CMU was actually playing. You right, know? right. Like they were only down by seven for most of the first half. Right. Even though it looked like they should have been down by a couple scores. Um, but anyway, it was like a tale of two halves out there. CMU came back in the second half. I mean, the third half was or the third quarter was a little, um, you know, back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> that was when you know both of the punts were muffed. And that didn't turn out very well for right. them because that allowed Western to score. But anyway, they pulled through in the fourth quarter. Uh, Shane Morris kind of <laughs> stepped in, probably made the like like your lead was uh, probably made the big of it, biggest throw of his career. Yeah, his college career so far. Corey Willis, seventy-seven yard touchdown to win it. Yeah, uh, and then the defense pulled through in the end. Colin, you were there. You were in the press box. What what was the atmosphere like there? I mean, it must have been just crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. Especially walking up to the press box, I had to walk through the herd of students, and you kept yeah. hearing one guy. Well, I heard him say, "Well, all this group of friends." He's like, "If I see one chip, well, I'm going to lose it." And I was like, "Oh goodness, <laughs> thank God I'm not wearing my uh, my maroon and, my maroon and gold right now. I'm in yeah. uh, my journalist attire." But it was a crazy game. You know, even with the rain coming down, the mm-hmm. students were still going crazy. There was a good actual CMU crowd there too. I was surprised yeah, right yeah. by us. Yeah, it was a pretty packed stadium for the most part. Um, everyone was excited. But yeah, like you said, Western really dominated the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jarvie and Franklin went wild. Literally, oh. He had 130 yards yeah. in the first quarter alone. They couldn't stop the guy. The other two running backs went yeah. off. But they didn't have any passing game with Reese Goddard at quarterback, mm-hmm. especially with the rain. So that's what kept CMU in it. They could stack the box. They didn't have to worry about the passing game. Come the third quarter, Shane Morris has that running touchdown. They get the ball back after they get a big stop with a chance to tie, and Mark Chapman muffs the pump. Mm-hmm. Jarvin Franklin goes to the ends on three plays later. You think, okay, that's the game. Yeah, CMU gets a cut. Yeah, yeah. and CMU couldn't do anything on offense after that for the next mm-hmm. ten plus minutes. <clears throat> they get another stop, and Mark Chapman again muffs the punt. Yeah, they get it first and goal, up twenty-eight to fourteen. There's like twelve minutes left in the game. You're like, okay, this is over. Yeah. The very first play of the drive, the snap goes over Goddard's head. CMU falls on it, and that's when everything switched. Um, yeah, everybody s- forgot about that second muff punt after that yeah. after that fumble. Oh, they saved Chapman's yeah. butt on that. <laughs> that's sure. kind of when everything started to turn. Seemu didn't do anything on offense, but later in the quarter, when Western's driving again, Jarvian Franklin makes his first mistake mm-hmm. of the game, fumbles. fumbles Darwin it. Kelly knocked it out. Jonathan Ward goes nuts in that drive. Two plays mm-hmm. later, he's in the end zone. Then they block the punt. Then they then they, they block the punt. They come back. They score again. Yeah. Morris finds Cooper, and then they do the outside kick. And then, then they, they get the, the outside, outside kick, kick <coughs> and punt it away. Yeah, yeah. On fourth and two. Yeah, yeah. And they brought the offense back out, but Shane Morris punted it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it looked yeah. like he was trying to put it out. In yeah, the, the little pooch punt. But then they three and out, and then the first play, Morris with the oh. bomb. 
absolutely beautiful throw. It was Corey nuts. Willis with a great catch. I didn't think Corey Willis could see the ball because yeah. it went right through the dude's like arms. Yeah, yeah. But Corey Willis was amazing all game. That combo, Jonathan Ward in the fourth quarter. Yep. What a win. I tweeted after the game, biggest win of Bottle's career so far. Yeah, I think was, by far. What an amazing I mean, comeback. <laughs> plus, comparing it to previous game, like the game against Toledo where they got kind of blown out, ran all over because it was raining so much. This was and just like that. In the first like, half, they were in the first half our reporter Andy McDonald and I, who was also there, we kept saying, this is Toledo all over again. Yeah, and we, yeah. we think this is unfair. We want to see a good game. We want to see what team right. you can truly do. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? The elements didn't stop him this time. The rain led up towards the end, and the passing game uh, yeah, prevailed. Talk, talk a little bit about uh, Shane Morris, who had. We're going to show you his post game press conference. That you know, after the game, um, he had he was twelve for thirty, two hundred and forty three yards, two TDs. Uh, his longest, of course, was seventy seven yards for the for the winner to Willis. Yeah, but we can go ahead and cut towards his uh, post game interview. What was the difference second half or fourth quarter really? Yeah, so I mean, we just came out in the second half, like knowing. You know, we're down a little bit, but this is going to be a fight to the end. And, you know, our coach did a great job. Coach Bond did a great job of, you know, keeping us intact, keeping us all calm. And, you know, everyone did a great job, you know, keeping me calm, you know, telling them, you know, just go out there and play and do what you can. And, you know, we're going to win this game. And, you know, all the guys came together. Defense played outstanding. You know, whole entire game, you know, and uh, offense came through in the third and fourth quarter and you know, made some big plays. You know, we needed to. And it was awesome. You know, got, got the win. It's your one. Take us through that play, that last throw to Corey on the ball. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we saw something. Uh, I saw something I liked in the defense, so I changed the play. Uh, sent Corey on a seam route, you know, versus safety I thought he could beat. And he's, he's a special kid. You know, he made a great play on the ball. And, uh, I mean, that's that's a that's something you dream of as a, as a kid. You know, you take the team down in two minutes, you know, win the game versus, you know, a rival. Yeah, you know, I'm ecstatic right now. I got the chills, you know, talking about it. And it's an awesome experience for me. I mean, can't, I can't tell you enough how, how happy I am for the offensive line, the receivers, running back. Jay Ward ran unbelievable, unbelievably hard all day long. It, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. You know, great team win. And, you know, we're just all really happy right now. It's your one and only year at Central, but do you get a, how much does this mean to, to beat Western? Yeah. So I, you know, I was talking about earlier in the week. You know, I know rivalry games, and you know, I had a rivalry game. I, I didn't win any of them. So you know, coming in here, and I know what you know. These seniors, they haven't really won. They haven't won a game against Western, so I know what they were feeling. And to be able to go out there, and, you know, help help this team and help this group of seniors, you know, get a win against you know their biggest rival is. I'm I'm so happy for that, and uh, you know, I'm happy I was able to you know help in that. And you know, it's going to be awesome. We're going to celebrate this, you know, this night, and then you know, get ready for Eastern. And that was Shane Morris after the uh, after the Western win. It was his only his only chance to play Western in his CMU career, but he was ready, and he told all the guys in practice, you know, before that he was ready, and he was going to go out there and try to do his best to, yep. you know, make sure the seniors didn't go four years without uh, not winning, not That's, winning one time against yep, Western. Yeah, yeah, he he definitely had a much better second half than he did the first. I think it was just so hard, you know, because all the rain. Yeah, when there was no running to game to help him out, no yeah. line wasn't help him out. But he had he had all four touchdowns. Yeah. He ran the two and then passed the two to win it. Mm-hmm. I think I thought he was great all game. Twelve oh, to thirty yeah. is not indicative of his actual performance. Yeah, he yeah. balled out in that game. He no, played yeah, gutsy, especially in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, it was... protected the ball. You know, did his job, mm-hmm. made some great throws, yeah, ran think, when he had to. I think the big turning point, <laughs> even from just mm-hmm. watching it here on ESPN two, is when you know their national nationally broadcasted game uh, mm-hmm. after the after Reese got her fumbled uh, or you know it went like right over his head. Yeah, uh, after the second muff punt. Uh, Jonathan Ward just went off on that drive. I mean, yeah, he was, <laughs> he, he was running everywhere. 
they they handed the ball to him the first time and he made something out of nothing. It was like you know it would have been like a three yard loss and he right, right. like fifteen yards. Yep. And then they handed it off to again to him again on the other side of the ball and he goes down for like twenty yards or something and ends up getting dragged out you know right at the ten yard line. They're just about to score again. Uh, that was like <laughs> you could just tell the the influence that those two plays had on had oh, yeah. on the rest of the team because yep. you could just see the passion and everything. That's that when they Jonathan got their Wall swagger, and with. you could tell Wester was playing on his heels yeah. after that. Like, oh crap, we just got smacked in the mouth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jonathan Moore was getting up and you know like headbutting. That and one, just, the one play he had after the first fumble, before the run, the play before he got the big twenty nine yard touchdown. Yeah, he he caught a, a screen pass three yards in the backfield, should have been tackled for a loss. Yeah. Faked and, his way around two guys, yeah. went through was, another guy, and dove forward. It was like the most impressive twelve yeah. yard game I've ever seen. Next play goes right around the corner and beats him the yeah, next twenty right yards. The and then yep. the next touchdown, the play to uh, Cooper right before that, he had like a big thirty yard run. Dude, mm-hmm. He was running like a man, you know, yeah, like no, a man he, possessed he in that off. fourth quarter. Oh, it, it's unbelievable that he's only a sophomore too. I mean, he was playing in a rivalry game like a senior should. He's by far the best running back on this team. Oh, by it's far. not even close. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, yeah he, for he sure. can catch. He can run. He's elusive. He can block. He does everything yeah. right. Yeah, never, I never mean, coughs it up. We were talking about all preseason. We were talking about how good Conklin and Willis are going to be, but we for, we must have forgot that Jonathan Ward is coming. He back saved them in that game. Better. Oh, he's what he's sparked the offense, sure. and it allowed Morris, you know, mm-hmm. to get going a little bit in that yeah, passing game for sure. He saved I mean, the day. Corey Willis, you know, he had a great day too. I mean, before a seventy-seven yard touchdown, he had four other catches for. Uh, around like they were all big years. catches, yeah, like, tough, like tough catches, catches. Yeah. tough catches, especially with the, uh, the wet football and all he, that. He was five. <laughs> he had five catches for 148 yards with one touchdown, the winning touchdown. I mean, <laughs> the, dude, just, the dude just makes big plays. Because remember the week before he, he that, does, same he same stat line, plays. three TDs. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's just big play after big play. You yeah, can't he, let him get pa- get behind you. Western uh, did not read the scouting report. The thing that surprised me actually is what was it? It was third down and they were near the end zone. I think it might have been the second or third quarter. Anyway, they tried uh, Jonathan Ward. They gave it to him, and he tried to throw, throw it to it. Conklin. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought for sure he completed it because, you know, throwing to Tyler Conklin. And it looked like he had it, too. It looked like he had it, and he ended up dropping it after he was down. But that was that was kind of funny. That was that was goofy. I never saw anything like that coming from Bono. But No, dude, they tried every trick play in the yeah, book. No, they were, they were for sure going and, for And Bono one. and the coaches have deserve a ton of credit because they've been scrutinized like crazy over the past few years. Yeah. They totally outcoached Tim Lester and that Western staff. Oh, it wasn't sure. even close in that fourth quarter. I mean, the way they turn around, too, because, like, I didn't even think it was going to be clo- close after the first quarter quarter yeah because like I was like oh dear you know CMU is not playing very well they couldn't well stop the running game couldn't yeah. do anything on offense they couldn't they couldn't do anything on offense and they were just getting ran up and down and it, <laughs> it looked like it was just going to be another you know kind of blowout game but then you know whatever was said in that locker room <laughs> at <laughs> halftime it must have been some some crazy stuff because right. like some influential you know impactful stuff because right right man they they just look like a whole nother team out there I mean, I kind of felt bad for Chapman after that second. Yeah, well, yeah. I felt bad for him after the first one, of course. Too. Yeah, bad for the second one. You're like, oh, geez. Yeah, I, mean, I thought that was the game. Like, oh, I looked at no. Andy. I was like, that's it. They yeah. score. Even if they get a field goal right there, they go up three scores. So Western yeah. killed itself. All they did was hold on to the football. Yeah. But they threw it right over Goddard's head and see him. You got it right back. That's Man, what changed everything. Yeah, it, it was unbelievable. But then, yeah, just like the block punt, the onside kick. I mean, I've never seen that out of a Bono team before at mm-hmm. CMU. Yeah. It, they it played was, with guts and confidence and heart in that fourth quarter. That was impressive. Did you see the video of, uh, well, I'm sure you probably saw it on the field, actually, after, you know, after the 77 yard 
you know, winning touchdown that Shane Morris threw, him celebrating. Oh yeah, my yeah, God. yeah. He's oh, he's throwing his arms, arms up and down. Oh, he so was so hard. excited. People, yeah. oh, that was that's like a huge gift now. Yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> it's so funny. I saw somebody captioning it last night. You know, when the when your mom makes pizza rolls, and I'm like, that's yeah, perfect. oh yeah, yeah. Well, and then wa- just walking past all the players, all their girlfriends and family and friends were yeah. all there afterward. Just seeing how excited they were, and their parents, moms crying, girlfriends kissing them, and everything. The, oh, they were all so excited. Heard a couple of the guys say, "We finally beat them." Some of the seniors. So you you got to feel good for those guys. Yeah, they they deserve that game. They deserve it. Yeah, they do. And I think this really helps them for the rest of the season, too. I mean, I told you, you know, before we, I think it must have been at practice uh, last week, you know, before this game, that if they win, if they beat Kalamazoo, or if they win in Kalamazoo against Western, like, I don't think there's a way they miss a bowl game now. They would have to lose their last three. Yeah, they would have to lose out when they have two home games. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. I'm positive that they they have the ability to beat Kent State at home. Like, oh, yeah, and Eastern, yeah, for yeah. that matter. Or not at it's home, e- but Eastern, yeah, and then, uh, and then at Kent at State. And then and at, I use it. And then Northern Illinois yeah. will be tough, but that is at home. And CMU's had their number. They beat them like three three straight times. Yeah, they, yeah. plus Kent State, that's the away game. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. like I'm sure they they could beat Kent State. Eastern, on the other hand, they're a little bit better of a team. They beat Western. Or did no, 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 they lost no, in they, overtime. Yeah, they lost that was in when overtime. Western had their quarterback. That, yeah, that was when Western, yeah, in Kalamazoo. Eastern's actually lost like three straight games all in overtime. Really? And it's like by a combined like 10 points. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so yeah. you can bet that's going to be a close one. Yeah, so that's going to be a close game, but I think they'll be able to at least take one of the next, one of the mm-hmm. last two against either Kansas City or NAU. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's gonna be. It's gonna. Be I predicted to seven watch, and five though, in sure. our uh, preseason issue. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the season, I was like, "Oh, there's no way in heck they get seven wins." Yeah. We thought they might get like four, maybe three wins. With how bad yeah. they are, I'm thinking seven and five looks pretty good now. Yeah, I think yeah, they I win mean, two other not... last three and have some momentum going into bowl game. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Toledo and Northern Illinois are up two games right now. Toledo has a tiebreaker too, so it's yeah. very unlikely they can make the match championship. Yeah, but, I, but still, impressive season nonetheless. Oh uh, no, the way they like. You know, especially turning around against Western. I mean, that just puts a cap on it. That's definitely their best win all year. That's the best far. win in Bottles' tenure. Uh, and I, I tweeted that last night, and some fan went tweeted back at me and put, um, Oklahoma State. I was like, no, this is bigger. Yeah, because it's the, conference. Yeah. It's your rival. It's conference it's a rivals te- in it's, state. Yeah, it's on the road, and it's a team that's had your number. Yeah, yeah and exactly. that's bragging rights. We don't know any Oklahoma State fans. We yeah, know plenty I mean, of Western well, fans. That's bragging again, rights. Then again, right like, there. did Bono really outcoach Oklahoma State? No, because there was a big asterisk. Like a there was a big asterisk like, by that game yeah, too. Yeah. No one could say, "Oh, the rest cost us this game." No, yeah. seeing you went out there and took it. Yeah, and that so, was yeah. against your rival in conference, and yeah, it was late in the season. Exactly. It wasn't week two. Yeah, nobody's questioning this win because it yeah. was during regular time. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was still time on the clock. I think this is far bigger than oh, Oklahoma yeah. State. Yeah, I think so for sure because there's no way there's no way you you can they, necessarily argue that this. Shouldn't be a win. Right, right. And they know? needed this against their rival because Western exactly. just dominated the series lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's, it, it was really heartwarming to see, like, after, you know, everybody taking their helmets off and just the seniors, you know, they they were just, like, so pumped up and just so – it it was nuts. I mean, oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was, I bet it was even more crazy just to be there. It was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it was cool. I heard it was a very few cool. people, including, including Grant, our, our podcast guy over here. What's up, Grant? Uh, you know, they saw the score in the first half, turned it off, saw the score with a few minutes left, turned it back on, and, you know, just started going crazy. I'm like, wait, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah. Just it was. Up. It was like the creek. Because it wasn't just like the start of the fourth quarter they scored. No, it was like halfway through, and they mm-hmm. scored 21 points in like six minutes. Yeah. Yeah. They it, scored three touchdowns it, it, in the fourth quarter. Out of nowhere. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I it mean, was. It was. But Jonathan credit to them. Big game. credit to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Credit to them for sure. 
Uh, moving on a little bit, and uh, this week's edition, Thursday's edition of um, CM Life, we have our cover story is actually Unfinished Business. It's about the women's basketball team, their 50th anniversary this year. Uh, they're picked to win the MAC tournament, and how last year they, they lost to Western <laughs> in the first round of the MAC tournament, and then they went to the Women's National Invitation Tournament, the WNIT, and then lost in the first game of that as well. So it was pretty disappointing. They were expecting to go pretty deep. I mean, they were the one seed in the MAC tournament, and they lost in the first round of Western. Yeah. Which was, you know, pretty unbelievable from, you know, us just watching at home. Right, right. Well, we thought for sure, I mean, it wouldn't even be a problem. Like, during the regular season, mm-hmm. CMU would beat Western pretty well. But yeah. anyway, they got some unfinished business to take care of for sure. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Keno Davis and men's basketball, they got to find some new leading scorers this season. Mm-hmm. They got a few transfers, you know. You know, Keno loves his transfers. Yeah. But without Keenan racing, like, <laughs> it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see how their offense works. Yeah. Not only, and then to see if they're going to play better defense because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. Keno's team last year did not play good te- good defense. Right. And it was pretty apparent. Right, but right. Now, I mean, if you kind of share the scoring a little bit more and put more emphasis on emphasis on defending, I mean, I'm sure they could do it for sure. It's just, it's just all about their game. Plan. And I think they got to at least get a little better because Sean Rontree now steps in most like the starting point guard. Mm-hmm. He's what five inches taller than Marcus Keene. Yeah, oh yeah. And then the shooting guard is also like shooting six six inches be. taller, six mm-hmm. or seven inches taller than Braylon Raisin. Mm-hmm. That automatically helps because those guys are great on offense, but on defense, no offense, but they were a liability because you could shoot over them all right, game long. You could, shoot you could over post them. them up. You could do anything then because they're so tiny. That yeah. helped them on offense, but on defense, it didn't. I know, you know especially they stop like anybody. they they didn't use it on racing too much because he was a little bit bulkier. But Marcus, yeah, yeah. I mean, they could take him to the basket he, every time. Yeah, he would be exposed just like he would expose the opponents on the other side. You know, it was it was back and forth. And it just seemed like they were so worried about what they were going to do when they got the ball back. They didn't care right. about style. they go let you get a layup and then go right back and shoot a three yeah, pointer right in your face. I think this team I got will one be. More than you. I think this team will be better on that end. And also, yeah. like like uh, Kino said, they're very deep. He's mm-hmm. gonna play eleven guys each game this year. Yeah, which, played, I think, which like is eight. something. I think he played eight, know. sometimes only seven last year. <laughs> yeah, that helps a lot. Yeah, even when he was at Drake, like going back to his years, you know, before CMU, like he's mm-hmm. never had this deep of a lineup. He's never said he's never used that he's gonna. Yeah, he's never used eleven guys, but you know now he's saying that he's gonna use eleven mm-hmm. guys. One one guy I'm kind of excited about. Uh, he he kind of went off during the Marin and Gold scrimmage, but. The freshman, uh, Matt Beachler. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he looked really good. I like mean, he can shoot. And <laughs> Kino said, like, he's not going to sit. Like, he's not going to redshirt or anything. You know, he's going to get some significant play time. That's right. And I think for sure he deserves it because he was he was kind of going off against, you know, against his teammates. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy yeah. I'm really excited is uh, Innocent Nwoko. Mm-hmm. They're finally coming at backup center. The, the guy from Nigeria, 6'11", 234 pounds. Yeah. I mean, he, I you think, finally have a big, a, a legitimate center you can mm-hmm. have down there because Luke Moore and Deron Scott, they're too skinny. Yeah, Nwoko's a big guy, and he's a shot blocker. He's a shot blocker. Mm-hmm. They finally have a defender down around that, the bucket. Yeah, that's what I'm, I was just about to say that too. I, I'm I'm pretty excited for that too because he gives them some strength, and that's what they they were missing last yeah. year. I mean, they were just getting bullied. Uh, Luke Myers around, powerful. Yeah, he can't play under the basket. Yeah, I, I mean, he's tall and all, and he shoots well, and you know he's good on offense for sure. Mm-hmm. He, he benefits them on offense because he spreads out the floor. But defensive wise, I mean, he he gets blocks every once in a while, but he can, yeah. he can definitely get bullied. <laughs> it's only because of his length of his arms, you know. Yeah, he's he just gets, very very skinny though. Yeah, which is not his fault. There's nothing. I to mean, do about yeah, that. but he's just out of position, kind of around the bucket. Yeah, I think innocent will definitely help them, you know, depth wise and sure. you know being able to block those shots and everything. Yeah, something I'm kind of disappointed about actually is that Durant Scott's not going to be participating. 
uh, you know, until further notice. We there's not like a timeline. It might be yeah, yeah. It might be after the semester, but he's struggling with grades right now, so he's not eligible. Mm-hmm. He's still you know practicing with the team and uh, you know with them and everything, but it just kind of sucks that then they would really have three good big men. They give you some depth. You know, give you too, give you yeah. more depth. I mean, shoot, then he might play you know twelve guys deep, <laughs> but. We'll see what happens there. Um, women's basketball, they're bound for some great things this season. Um, oh, yeah, Presley Hudson, Tanara Moore, Sukavara, three-headed monster right there. Oh, I expect yeah. them to definitely repeat as regular season champs, and you know they're going to be pissed off going to the MAC oh, tournament. I'm yeah. saying they make a run in the MAC tournament and win that as well, and you're finally going to see them in the big dance. They're yeah, going they're gonna, dancing. Yeah, they're going Watch dancing. out, UConn. Yeah, Watch that, out, UConn. The Chippewas pre- are coming. <laughs> they're coming. There we go. There's that uh, preseason prediction. I mean, I think for sure. They win that regular season title again. I mean, in the West, um, they did it with with ease last year for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think they're only going to be better this season. Oh yeah. In all honesty, I mean, Tina Armour is going to be a senior. Presley Hudson, she was you know a freshman two years ago. So. Yep. You know, she's only getting better too, and man, can Guevara coach? She's going to start her uh, another season, and she has two hundred ninety nine wins so far. So their first one will be here. 300. Yeah, in the 50th season, and pretty cool. A bunch of uh, gonna, a bunch of milestones this year. Probably gonna win at least, you know. Probably gonna raise that number to at least around 325, 329. Why not make it to like 400? Yeah, you know, might, might as well in one season, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Wait, if only that was possible. <laughs> but no, you can just sense it's gonna be a very special season with yeah. all these milestones, with mm-hmm. the players they bring back, with how they ended last year. Mm-hmm. They're in for some very special things. Yeah, so get to no, McGurk and sure. watch the women's team this year. They are possibly the best team at this entire university. Mm-hmm. So I get think, there and give them their support. I think they definitely, uh, they, even they know that it's going to be special because they, they call mm-hmm. themselves Team 50. Like, yeah, I think yeah. that's just like, the coolest thing, you know, like that 50th is, yeah. anniversary team, and they call themselves, you know, Team 50. They right, right. They don't say the team. They don't say us. They say Team 50. Yeah. So they're playing and you for can a, definitely tell it is a team. It's not one person. Yeah, it's not. It's a mixture of players. They're playing for a players. bigger, you know, yeah. for a bigger thing. They're playing They're playing for all their, yeah. you know, past alumni and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, so I, can, I can't wait to watch them this year. Season. Yeah, for sure. Um, Presley's going to light it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. And tomorrow <laughs> more sure. underneath the bucket's going to do work. Oh, yeah. You know, 64 blocks. How many do you think she gets oh. this year? Uh, seventy. Seventy. Maybe you get seventy-five. I don't hey, know. Maybe, Hopefully, maybe she. Maybe she gets seventy. Yeah. I All mean, I know we'll is see. I played against her at the sack one time, and she oh. got at least probably close to that number against me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was on track for probably a hundred. <laughs> yep. All right, but that's all we got for you this edition. Uh, check out CM Live Unfinished Business of our cover story today. Uh, we'll see you next week. Fire up chips.